Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. The date we're looking at this episode is the 9th of May and in 1671... A man dressed as a parson and his companions while visiting the Tower of London suddenly fell upon the Keeper of the Jewels. He was beaten down and tied up, shouting, Treason! Murder! The crown is stolen! Uh, I've got a friend. It's, it's not me, it's a friend who's asking a question. Is he a parson? <laughs> um, when you say the crown jewels, did you say the crown jewels? The crown. Jewels that are on a crown. And the crown. Okay, we're referring not here... The, not the jewels of the crown, no? but the crown jewels. The crown jewels. Ah, right, right, right. Okay, well, there you go. I thought it was in, some jewels that were on a sellotape to a crack. <laughs> so crown. we're not talking about the crown. We're talking about the crown. The yes. crown is a, one of the crown as jewels. Entity, wow, yeah. this is the worst introduction ever. <laughs> as an entity, yes, not the as crown a of thing the, that you put on your head. Yeah, the crown yeah, of fine. England. Okay, yeah, all right. And the orb and the scepter too. Right, right. What happened? <laughs> Problem, buddy? Huh? Huh? Okay. So what happened in this guy's life that led him up to the point where he thought <laughs> stealing the crown jewels was a good idea? Well, picture the scene. So, okay, so we're back to the English Civil War period. Yes. Civil War was, of course, in 1642. Yes. That's when war broke out. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about roundheads and cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Cromwell and the Parliament versus the Crown currently held by Charles I. Okay. Whose side was he on then? Well, we're talking about a man self-styled as Colonel Blood. So Thomas Blood, he called himself a colonel. Don't know that he ever was a colonel. Right. I was going to say, <laughs> by self-styled, I think we can assume he never was. Yeah, we know he was a lieutenant at one point, for right. sure. Um, so he... It's quite a good name, though, isn't it? Colonel Blood, yeah. Oh, colonel Blood. Yeah. So he was born and raised of a well-to-do family in Ireland. At the outbreak of the Civil War, he came to fight for the crown. So he became right. cavalier fighting on the side of Charles I. Yes. Cavalier with a, a capital C and a small C. Rather. Very much so, very much so. Because when he yes. realised that the war wasn't going very well, he switched sides. Oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah, all right. So, that was my next question. Well, to yeah. be fair, he joined the winning side and he stayed on the winning side. <laughs> yeah, he stayed right, on right. the winning side, even when the winning side became a different side. <laughs> right, very right. Much. So he became a lieutenant in the Roundheads, the Parliament forces for Cromwell. Hmm. This so, is very much the basis of modern politics, really, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> to switch to the winning side. Sides to whatever yeah, okay, To switch yeah, yeah. to change side of the house. So uh, what what's made him swap? A pragmatism. Mm. Survival instinct. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And so nothing, no, like, one moment of, mm, actually, do you know what? The other blokes have got a, well, they've got a point. <laughs> have you ever heard the phrase, to the victor of the spoils? <laughs> so he's just thought, actually, do you know what? Yeah. I'll just join the... If I'm on the winning side, I get stuff out of it for myself. Right, right. So after the... Dictate history and stuff. Yes. After the war ended in 1653, Cromwell gave Colonel Blood uh, large tracts of land in Ireland. Always tracts, aren't <laughs> you? Don't, you don't have tracts these days, no. do you? I mean, I know you say it, but you don't say... Do you never guess what I've just bought. In fact, you've done it in <laughs> Scotland. Have, yeah. What did you buy? You bought a... You didn't buy oh, tracts. I almost bought a singular tract. <laughs> how much tract is a ton of land? Well, exactly. How yeah. much... Is it just a phrase it for a, known, a ton of land? <laughs> is it a known unit of land? 
A tract is a designated portion of property, most commonly called a section, which is 640 acres. Oh, wow. wow. Actually, it's a lot of land. Yeah, that is a lot of land. You said tracts as well, didn't you? Multiple tracts. So you uh, haven't bought a tract. No. Ruse bought some land in Scotland. (laughs) But it's probably, I mean, it doesn't even get, we're not even at the T really, are we? You haven't even got... Forget about the R. <laughs> you, you haven't reached no. the R in tract. How, how many acres in a tract? 640 acres. Right. So I have one, one 640th of a tract. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It's all right. It's more than I've got. Um, so he was rewarded with large, as you said, large tracts of land. Yes. Imagine how much yeah. that was. Well, we don't have to imagine. <laughs> It's large. There's many acres, many hundreds of acres. Yeah, yeah. Um, it if, it's, of- if it's plural, then it's over a thousand acres. Yeah, plenty. So he was proved right to uh, swap. To make the move, the yeah. political move. Yeah. That worked out well. Yeah, for a while. Right, okay. A twist. <laughs> After a little while, the uh, monarchy came back. As we know, we had the restoration and Charles II ascended the throne. Yes. So suddenly now people who fought for Parliament weren't in favour any longer. <laughs> What's the difference between restoration and reformation? Restoration is the monarchy Return being restored. Of, yeah. And the reformation was reforming the religious part of the... That was Henry VIII did the reformation. When they destroyed the monasteries, changing the religion. Of the right. State. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say the... Re- yeah. The Charles formation II of the Church the, of England. Yeah. I was so going to say Charles II was... Uh, came back in the Reforma- Reformation, but that would have been wrong. Anyway, a few hundred years out. And all that. Yeah. Continue. So the re- Reformation was the reforming of the state, church, and religion. And okay. the Restoration was the restoration of the monarchy. In some, so Charlie II was II. restored. It was restored to power, or the monarchy was restored to power yes, yes. in the form of Charles II, yep. because Charles I famously would have come up short, yes. having had his head lopped off some yes, years yes. So now, people who had been given land and money and property under the Act Oh, yes. So suddenly on the wrong side. Yeah. Under, surely. Under the yes. Parliamentarians Act of Settlement of, of Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly now the King brought in the new Act of Settlement, which decided to take that away from them. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So, of course, it's caused some upset between all the people, the Cromwellians who were yes. living in Ireland mm. on their huge tracts. Huge tracts. Huge tracts. Is that what a tractor is? Yes. Oh, right. Tra- that works. That works. That your works your tract. Oh, right. <laughs> See? There you that's, go. That's probably correct. He says without knowing. <laughs> yeah. Well, a farmer works a farm and a tractor works the tracts of land. Yeah. There you go. So now you've got upset people in powerful positions in Ireland. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they decide, of course, to start an insurrection. You could, you could argue that they had powerful positions that have been take or could be taken away so they're not in powerful positions but but they're still powerful they're still rich noblemen hmm. um, right uh, okay and they do have the the, the land but obviously oh, it hasn't been taken, taken being yet. slowly annulled right uh, okay, right. okay. Um, which would of course meant that they would have to run the manners and the thing without any money yes right okay so then it would have cause bankruptcy so in order right. to it's all very well having a title but if you don't have any money to back it up okay <laughs> not so great so, Colonel Blood, he decides they're going to storm Dublin Castle, mm-hmm. take over the Irish Parliament, kidnap James Butler, who was first Duke of Ormond and the Lord Lieutenant of Ireland. 
seize power in Ireland okay. and kidnap the man in charge, the governor. Bring me forth into thy castle! Good grief. Quite the drama. Um, unfortunately, the plot was foiled the, uh, the day before they were going to do it. Somewhat reminiscent of uh, 17th century plots yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, from our Guy Fawkes episode. Someone yeah, always yeah. gets wind of them. Someone got wind. Someone got wind. <laughs> right. <laughs> Colonel Blood got away. He hid in, he hid in the, uh, in the long, mountains. Long grass. <laughs> in the long grass. <laughs> he hid in the mountains. <laughs> he hid in the mountains. <laughs> you have to get to the mountains first. Well, he ran away. Yeah, all right, he ran away and then he hid. And then uh, having hid, he escaped to what was called at the time the United Dutch Provinces, which we would now call the Netherlands. Okay. So it's the provinces of the Low Countries. He's very rapidly looking like like a thief, a coward, and a blackguard. Yes, very much so. Somebody this guilty. is this is a set of behaviours he's going to repeat. I feel. Yeah. Again. Well, you know, as you know, if you're poor, you're a thief, a coward, and a blackguard. If you're rich, you're a a, a cavalier and an adventurer. Oh, yeah. Right. But that's what not what he was. No, he was, a, he was an insurrectionist. Yeah. Yes. He was right, a, yeah, that yeah. was rebellion. But his collaborators, or some of them at least, were, were executed for insurrection. Storming the castle. Yeah, on the orders yeah. of Ormond. Yep, that's what I would have done. Yeah, of course. Get rid of it. Yeah, so now Colonel Blood and the Duke of Ormond are now sworn enemies. Yeah, hates him. <laughs> In 1670, Colonel Blood returned to England from the Low Countries. Yep. And apparently he might have hidden himself in plain sight by pretending to be... Like yeah, a, sure, because he was wanted, wasn't he? Yeah, so he sort of set himself up as a, an apothecary. 1670, is that four years after the fire? Yeah. That's four years after the fire, which, the Great Fire of London. For which, if I'm remembering correctly, he was blamed by... <laughs> oh yeah, all the he villains He was blamed, blamed for practically everything that ever happened yeah. that went wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, but he didn't do that at all, did he? That was just a mistake. No, he didn't. Do it's a bread that. shop. It was a pudding. Yeah. Well, interestingly, I've discovered that the fire didn't start in pudding. Did lane. it not? It started at the other end of the street. Well, we got new, new information. <laughs> the correct baker. So breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> it was next to pudding. It was next to pudding lane. lane. It was on what is now Monument Street. Although the monument right. wouldn't have been there because no. the monument is to the Great Fire of yeah. London. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Yep. So they've kind of coincidentally put the monument where it belongs really yes now the monument uh, itself, what do you mean coincidentally it's, well, it's exactly yeah, what no, it's meant to be. but they they didn't know that it started there oh uh, right so the monument to the Great Fire of London that stands yes. in monument yes um, which is uh, in central London is 202 feet high mm-hmm. specifically because it was built to that height because it's supposed to be 202 feet from the bakery ah, where uh, yes, okay. the fire started however yes. Given new evidence, it probably should have been significantly shorter. <laughs> oh, okay. So it was just nearer to that exact spot. Yeah. But yes, the Great Fire of London, 1666. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. During which uh, Samuel Pepys, the great diarist, famously buried his Parmesan in his back garden before fleeing the fire. Yeah. And the Sheriff of London... He wrote about it as well. Though, yeah, didn't he? he wrote about it. He's buried his Parmesan. That's not a euphemism. No. And he was the, just hoping to come back later for a toasted cheese sandwich. Yeah. When the mayor of London was told that the fire had broken out, he said um, he said not to worry because a woman might piss it out. <laughs> right. Naturally, chivalry of the age. Right. Great. 
Now, the Duke of Ormond had returned from Ireland to England at that time and was staying at Clarendon House uh, in London. And Colonel Blood decided that he was going to, this time, not kidnap the Duke, but commit bloody murder. <laughs> Good grief. Um, well, he obviously tried kidnapping last time. Yes. And he just would have said, you again. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> don't know. Mind you, I don't know what he looked like. He presumably affected a had a moustache and affected a Dutch accent. <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, yes, I'm going to commit some bloody murders, <laughs> if you like please. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh well, all right. Yeah. So he might have done a <laughs> bit of that. Yeah. But what was he a lord? Lord Orman. Yes, the Duke. Duke of Orman. Sorry, Duke. He um he would have known something. So hang on, deja vu here. Duke of Ormond. Well, on the night of 6th of December, Colonel Blood and some accomplices attacked Ormond while he was uh, travelling in West London. I know what you want. You want to kill me. He was dragged out of his coach and tied up and they pinned a note... To his chest, yes. saying "kick me," With, yeah. <laughs> yeah. saying why that why they had, um, why they were going to were going to kill him. This is okay, you know, so that his his body would be left with the their right. rationale okay. behind. But one of Ormond's servants had chased on horseback, and he had helped Ormond free himself, okay. and they got away. So they I don't pinned, know what the plot they pinned, was doing. pinned the message on him while he was alive. While he was alive. Yeah. To essentially... To on, say why we've killed him. Yeah. <laughs> but they revealing exactly what they were going to do, digging yeah. themselves into... Well, greater. yeah, I mean... It's, it's classic baddie behaviour, isn't it? It's, the, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's classic, yeah. Before exactly. I kill you, yeah. I'm going to tell you explain. Exactly, <laughs> exactly how, what I was going to do. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. Was it in long? You know, you know in those. You know, curly writing. <laughs> Was it like that? One presumes. You know, full on quill and parchment. Yeah, and the S's look like S's. It's like st- keep still. I'm trying to yeah. do a long S. We're going to commit thumb murder. <laughs> oh, you've made me smudge. <laughs> um, Signed. Basil Exposition. <laughs> Stop wriggling. This ink's not dry. So, it, yeah, that was uh, ridiculous, wasn't it? it, it that's classic Bond, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? But the thing Before that, I die, tell me exactly tell me how what you did it. Right. Colonel Blood is there with some henchmen. Yes. They get the guy. They, they seem to spend all their time writing and pinning a note. <laughs> meanwhile... They could have written the note beforehand. <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. this servant comes up and helps him escape. What were they doing while that was happening? Oh, yeah. Just and standing he, around And discussing. he was on a horse, meaning he probably came from quite a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so while they're standing around discussing whether they've written the right You've spelt turn of restoration yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Away, away he goes. Why... Why did everyone not like the Duke of Orm? I say everyone, it was the same bloke, but why would, Why did he, well, he centre in on him? Well, because... He, I know he was the nearest bloke who lived in a castle. <laughs> the nearest, in I don't think Dublin. he was the nearest. It's because he was in charge of Ireland at the time. Oh, okay, fine. So then but, we're going to take he over. Finished king that. of Ireland. He was king of, basically king of but Ireland. But he finished that because he, <laughs> he went left. back to England. Yes, but don't forget that he had Blood's co-conspirators executed. So, oh, okay. so he wanted to get in. Right. So he wanted to get 
getting he's making a, 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 a he's making a statement and a, a minor insurrection as opposed to the major insurrection yes, he did, okay. used before by committing a murder and presumably the note was something to the effect of that's for killing my Bob parliament and mates and you Ian dick. the <laughs> the his other henchman his other henchman henchman yeah, okay. A gang so A stuck a yellow post-it note on him <laughs> get milk yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no yeah, yeah. not that one it's not yeah. I knew I should have written more where's, than one Where's note. the note explaining what we're going to do? <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so, following the uh, the attempt on the Duke of Ormond's life, Colonel Blood again had to hide out. But yeah, in the mountains. In less than... Of London. In the mountains of London. <laughs> he fled to the mountains. He uh, in less than six months he reappeared. This time he was visiting the Tower of London. Yes, dressed as a parson. Dressed as a parson. Right. Okay. We'll go get the crown. He's basically playing a long game. So he set himself up as a parson. He went to. The, he visited with a woman pretending to be his wife. And what you could do at the time was you basically paid the the keeper of the jewels some money, oh, yeah. and he would basically show you the jewels. Wow! Wow! And say, yeah, there you go. And um, now the, the keeper of the jewels at the time was Talbot Edwards, who was 77 years old. Yep. And they lived in apartments in, in the keep there, him and his wife. So an old, frail man yeah. is guarding the most the valuable entire... jewels in the... Of course. Who's going to steal <laughs> the crown jewels? Come on. Are they, are they based... Well, they're basically in exactly the same place they are now. Yes. Are they in, I don't in know the if tower? they're in the tower, are they? I thought yeah. they, they moved, didn't they? No, I think there's a copy in the Some... tower. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Yeah. They might have moved. Well, I've seen them there. I, yeah, I think I've seen them. I, I, well, I have seen them there, but the I don't know whether we're talking about the same... Well, we're not talking about exactly the same jewels, are we? But the... Yeah, I think yes. Are. Yeah. Are we? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was more interested to know if we are talking about exactly the same room. And you can do it now. Tourists can effectively pay... I mean, you don't pay the money to an elderly man, but, <laughs> but effectively the same process occurs where you pay to go in and then you go and see the crown jewels. But the... I was, yes, more interested to know if it was literally the same room. Mm. And I wouldn't be surprised that it is. Could well be. I've been there and seen... That. Oodalali, a crown! How exciting! Uh, admittedly, I saw a crown with... A load of jewels on it, um, which technically are the crown jewels. But yeah, well, the crown jewels we're talking about here is the the is St Edward's crown. Yep, and the orb and scepter. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure they're all there. They're behind a glass box. The scepter holds the Cullinan one, which is the largest cut diamond in the world. How big's that? But if fixed, is it? Yeah. yeah. Apple. Yeah. And then uh, the centerpiece of the crown is the Cullinan two, which is another cut from the right. same stone. The sequel. Cullinan two, Curse yeah. of Cullinan. The quickening. <laughs> it's um. There's about ten or twelve. It's like the size Cullinan two, the barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a kind of. I think it's the technically the front. Yeah. yeah. And it's about. It's just the size of a fifty. Adjust the size of a 50p, but it's, yeah. it's that kind of size. So the Cullinan 1 is called the Great Star of Africa. The Cullinan 2 is the Second Star of Africa, and then right. the 3 is the Lesser, and so on. The not but as the, good yeah. Star of Africa. 
the dimly yeah. twinkling star. Are they all of Africa? Well, they were cut from one diamond. There are nine of them. Nine stones. 3,106 carats. Yikes. Was the original right. stone. Now, obviously, after the Civil War, the original crown jewels were sold or melted down by the Parliament. Yes. Because why death to kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when they, uh, when the, uh, the restoration, with the monarchy coming back, they commissioned new ones. So, and the ones that they commissioned then, in the 17th century, they're the ones that we still have today. Right, okay, yeah. Right. So, um, by being dressed as a parson, was that ultimately, was that, the, is, is the clergy a good idea, basically? Again, just as much as no one would expect anyone to steal the exactly. crown jewels, no yeah. one expects a parson to do it to try and yeah, steal yeah. the crown jewels. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you play Dungeons and Dragons, and then everybody knows that uh, the, the cleric is always cleric. the one who's great at fighting. Yeah. Nobody cares about that. Who cares? Nerds. So, um, so Parson Blood visited the Tower of London with his inverted commas wife. Yes. And his wife feigned. Uh, illness. If you swoon, let me know. I'll catch you. Oh, yeah. And Talbot Edwards, the keeper of the jewels. The um, one person who was... Basically, the frail old man the goes to help the swooning lady. Help the swooning lady. So they were invited yes, up create to a diversion. his apartments where oh, they were God. taken care of, looked after. I mean, uh, to be honest, I think... What's his name? Talbot. Talbot Edwards. He should be charged as well. <laughs> Being a ridiculous. <laughs> what do you mean you took him upstairs? <laughs> she wasn't well as a parson's and wife. You're the keeper of the jewels. Just <laughs> get her a rock to sit on <laughs> rock. outside. Get her a glass of water and some smelling salts. Yeah. <laughs> so Colonel Blood or Parson Blood, um, he returned again and again to the tower to express his thanks and gratitude. Mm-hmm. He presented four pairs of white gloves to Mrs. Edwards. Okay. As a, to, to say thank you for, for for each pair of arms that she has. <laughs> yeah. Was this over a period of days, or um, I believe the pairs were presented as one gift altogether. Oh, okay, but yeah, the, basically they made friends. So hang on, he he really was playing the long game. Yeah. So yeah. that it's that's not when he's struck. Not yet. Ah, right. Okay. So he must be going backwards and forwards, waiting for the opportunity, you know, when right. oh, there's yeah. nobody else around that day, maybe. And yeah, they're biding their time. Right, okay, all right, fine. My interest is being pricked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all came to, when it came to a head, was when Colonel Blood returned with a supposed offer of marriage for the Edwards's daughter, because he claimed that he had a, a nephew who would be a perfect match for their for their daughter and there would be a supposed uh, income of a lot of money hundreds of pounds. Okay. so basically he's yeah. saying you're a good family and you've got a fine mm-hmm. daughter i've got a nephew who's got some who's money. got an income you know and that's you what marry was, into a good that's family. what it was all about basically and they're like oh that sounds cool <laughs> i assume <laughs> yep let me buy your son yeah so he came by we're on the 9th of may with his supposed nephew and okay. companions and while there, they were going to have dinner with the Edwards, and while dinner was being prepared, Colonel Blood convinced Mr. Edwards, why don't you show my nephew the crown jewels? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you show... Yeah. Why wouldn't you show your... Technically, your new mate, yeah. your new great mate... Yeah, your a, best mate, a and nice your potential surprise. son-in-law. Yeah. The, the pride... Who is doing enjoy. you a favour because he's 
bringing potentially bringing money yeah. to your yeah, family. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just wouldn't show you? him yeah. a quick glimpse of yeah, quite a, right. sneaky of your around. orb? Yeah, well, the missus is boiling the potatoes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So down they go to the basement where the jewels are yep. kept um, in security. And there, once uh, Edwards opened the grill to the jewels, uh, they revealed that suddenly they had pocket pistols mm. and swords and daggers. And they leapt upon him. He was uh, beaten. A cloak was thrown over his head. Gosh. He was struck with a mallet and bound up with a rope. Right. And even stabbed. Not mortally, but he was stabbed with a wow. sword. He called out, as I said, treason, murder, the crown is stolen. They grabbed the crown jewels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Colonel Blood used the mallet he'd struck Edwards with to try and flatten the crown so he could put it under his shirt. <laughs> flattened the crown. <laughs> this crown gives me a feeling of power! Power! Just, I mean, if it was me... If I was doing it, you put it under a big hat. I would have turned up and <laughs> wearing a massive hat. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah, like a bishop's mitre a, uh, or a, what do you call them? A, a chef's hat, or a beehive. Uh, a beehive. <laughs> a, a um, haircut. You know the soldier, a soldier, uh, 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 bearskin, bearskin. There you go. Yeah. Or a big fez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Cool. I mean, that's obvious, isn't it? Yeah, put, it on, put it under if a big put, hat. If crown is made to be put on the head, just put. Where a would you? Hat. What are the other ones? What's a scepter? A scepter kind of is sword. A big old stick. Yeah, with a, a big stick. Big long stick. Let's stick yeah. it down your trouser leg. Um, well, <laughs> an orb. You should say that. What's an orb? <laughs> the orb is a. Well, I know it's ball. a ball, but I mean, is it on anything? No, it's just no. a ball with yeah. a like cross on the top. Yeah, you, know, you just put that in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> well. It just, it's very oh, right. interesting you should say that. You said stuff the scepter down your trousers. You said put the orb in the back. Oh. Well, um, Blood's brother-in-law filed the scepter in half because, it, because it wouldn't fit in the bag. Oh, while sake. the other fellow, Pero, put the orb down his trousers. <laughs> oh, so they did it the other way around. The other way around. Oh, these are not sake. planning people, are they? <laughs> I mean, how many times had they seen yeah. what they were going to steal? Yeah. Well, and they, they did exactly. Famous. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You don't have to see them. I, I absolutely love that you said that. Those exact things. Put it in a bag. Put it down in your trousers. Yeah, yeah. Those are exactly that. the things. But the they other did. way around. But the other. Yeah. Now remember when we go in. <laughs> so I put what goes in the trousers. <laughs> Hang on. What? I'm just going to flatten the large hat head-shaped <laughs> thing. Where does the long stick go in the little bag? No, let's get this right. Stick goes in the bag. Orb goes in the trousers. That's, no, hang no, no, no. Oh, God. Right, okay. You're not supposed to. No. So, did he did he manage to saw it in half? He, he did cut it in half, yes. And did he manage to bash it in with a mallet? He did, he did, yeah. Uh, what? Sorry, what was sawn in half? The scepter. The scepter. The stick was sawn in half. The orb was trousered. Trousered. And the crown yeah, was yeah. flat. This is two thirds of the crown jewels are now. Damaged beyond repair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this is a theft going really well. <laughs> so if you're going to shout thief treason, uh, what, what did he shout? Uh, treason, treason murder. murder. The crown is stolen. Do, in those from days, the basement. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose it was the basement. I was going to say in those days, people would hear that. I kind of 
assume, yeah. wouldn't you? Probably. Would they? I would have thought so. Because the crown... Sorry, well, it's, still, the... it's still the Tower of London. There were Well, exactly, guards. yeah. Mm. Oh, right. Oh, OK, yeah. I was going to say the Tower of London... Uh, I mean, it's kind of a bit distanced from people living but the but if there's yeah, guards well, there would have been then, people living in the town the yeah, oh, yeah the that's true yeah yeah so the gang had to now flee with the alarm raised, with the stuff with the stuff yeah. yep they ran to the horses which were waiting at the side of uh, sure. St. Catherine's oh. Gate at the side of they the managed to plan to have two horses <laughs> yeah. quick saw the horse in half <laughs> they, uh, on the way they dropped the scepter presumably both halves oh, God. but they didn't get very far they fired at the guards and, and one of them was hit but survived and uh, but they were they were captured because they basically um, the guards managed to subdue them mm-hmm. the guards had muskets and they had no pocket pistols as but, though the ones you've you've got one shot yeah, yeah, and then you have to reload. Yeah. You have to reload. So you, if you're if you're good, you've got to make it worth you'll fire it. Fire maybe three shots in a minute. Well, that is good, isn't it? Because you're good, if you're good at reloading. reloading. Yes, that sounds quite a lot. That's if but if you're good. hit, if we're <laughs> this far apart, and obviously you'd use a sword. Oh, uh, all right, fine. <laughs> but the if both or of you beat are firing, him over the head with a butt of the gun. If both oh, of yeah, you, yeah, for sure. If both of you are firing. Then it's it, you're both standing there in silence, <laughs> trying to trying to trying to reload. Down the barrel. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think you. No. No, you just you go fire, and then you turn it around, and you use the butt. Yeah, as a, right. As fine. A, yeah. As a club. <laughs> a bit useless gun, unless you were really guns. really good at it. Tell that to our American audience. No, I mean they're useless guns. Yeah. In, no, four hundred yeah. years. Yeah, but they ago. are though, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are though. They are right. they, uh, but it's well, one shot a gun or against a man nothing. With a gun. Yeah, it, yeah. It's one shot or nothing, kind of, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's yeah. one shot and then it's a stick. Yeah. As opposed to a thousand rounds a minute, which modern yeah machine guns survive. You fire three. Yeah. And then <laughs> a modern assault rifles can practically put bullets butt to tip. In sure, a long yeah, chain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like wildebeest. <laughs> they walk in a long run. <laughs> like elephants. <laughs> oh, yeah. They hold each other's tails. So, Colonel Blood and his brother-in-law Hunt and their companion Perrault yep. were all captured and arrested there and then. Although, while Blood struggled, he refused to be arrested. He's, he was eventually subdued. He shouted out, it's recorded, he said... It was a gallant attempt, however unsuccessful. It was for the crown. Did he say all of that? Yeah. That's quite a long sentence to He's shout out. To us. Okay. He clearly struggled for a while before he was a bit... Yeah, OK. It was for a crown, not the crown. <laughs> yep. It was for a crown. Well, we know that, because you've smashed it with a mallet and shut <laughs> sure, it off yeah, your yeah. jumper. This is where it gets interesting. Now, this is a man who has led an insurrection in Ireland, attempted... Yes to murder mm. the former lieutenant governor of Ireland again and now attempted yep. to steal the crown jewels and stabbed and bludgeoned the guard of the tower yeah now you would imagine what do what would you imagine a kind of punishment that he would get for that I'd send him back home to the tower again <laughs> he'd be tortured Hanged, or something and yeah. Yeah. oh yes and yeah. then hung drawn and tortured yeah, yeah. <laughs> until it really hurt yeah sure yeah well Colonel Blood um, would not be questioned he said he would only answer to the king yes they said alright then <laughs> so they took him before the king 
Right. And King Charles II stated, What if I should give you your life? And Colonel Blood replied, I would endeavour to deserve it, sire. And so, he was pardoned. <laughs> well. <laughs> the king said, oh, fair enough, I'll let you off then. I am the king, I can do whatever I want. Is that the end of that? Well, no, that was not the end of that, oh, right, because okay. he also was given land in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> really? Massive tracts. Huge tracts of land. Well, the land had an income of £500 a year. That's which not bad. Which in 1670 yeah. is a lot of money. Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. Um, just for comparison, uh, Edwards, the keeper of the jewels, he and his family were given uh, a little under £300, which they never received in full. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. For raising the for protecting the jewels and raising the alarm. Is that is that classic um and we see it a lot today. If you're powerful and rich you mm. basically can get away with it. Yeah. And if you're basically. a baddie on the right side, you can do well out of it. Yeah. <laughs> if you think, were a peasant was, yeah. uh dressed as a parson or and to try and nick the crown jewels, you'd have lasted yeah. five minutes. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have lived the end of the day. No, no. They? I think part of it is the audacity of the man, the bravado. Because mm. the king, you go before the king, and you know, I'm only, you know, I'm this brash, yeah. pompous, you know, kind Black of character. Art. Yeah, you know, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a lad. You know, he's a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and the king apparently may have been, you know, like that kind of a characters well, clearly well you come before me what, should, what yeah what if I let you off well then I'll earn it okay that sounds good go I mean, there's, but there's letting off mm. there's letting off and oh, oh by the way here's a load yeah, of rewarding land. as well yeah. yeah I mean yeah absolutely it's unbelievable yeah letting them off is like you say was one thing oh dear it's made a sour taste it in my mouth rather. yeah <laughs> by the way uh, Parsons Blood is the name of my new prog rock album hey. <laughs> Out. It's like the bitter taste of lemon flower. <laughs> on. Well, I'm thinking of an old record label. Kate on KTEL. <laughs> uh, well, you can imagine that uh, the Duke of Ormond was furious. Oh, yeah. About yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tries yeah. to kill me. Yeah. More than slightly miffed. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't. He was not happy at all. Yeah, but he wasn't. I'm not happy. Not happy. And moreover, Colonel Blood, having now been pardoned, <laughs> made himself a regular at the royal court, swanning oh, around God. to go, all right, all right, mate, all right, rubbing it Remember in the me? Lord's faces. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm right. surprised he didn't give himself a promotion to something above Colonel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm assuming sure. the because he was pardoned and from on high, did they all have to feign... Uh, Matiness, or well, did they shun him? They had to show due deference, right? To his, yeah, yeah. His position, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't make many friends. No, I suppose not. He was imprisoned for a time for another reason. In 1679, he and the Duke of Buckingham, oh um, yeah, fell out. Apparently, but uh, apparently, Colonel Blood had made some uh, disparaging remarks. <laughs> um, and Buckingham, Fancy that. yeah. And Buckingham sued him for £10,000, which would be huge. a huge amount of money. What, for uh, making some remarks? For being rude. <laughs> God. If you've got an issue, here's a tissue. Because <laughs> that, for being rude, you can go to prison. Yeah, exactly. For, yeah. for attempted All murder the and, other theft stuff. and treason. Here's some land. You get rewarded. Yeah. Um, he, he was convicted. He didn't ever pay the damages he was expected to pay. 
See, what should have happened, I'll tell you what should have happened, <laughs> the, for a very, very minor offence, I mean, it doesn't actually sound like much of an offence, but he was convicted and fined and stuff, and they should have done the old Al Capone on him and and hung him for being rude, meaning <laughs> yeah. you get him you get for him other... for the other charge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Get him for other crimes. The equivalent of tax evasion. And the, and the king would have gone, oh, it's terribly sorry, I... We're going to have to find you for this. Oh, and by the way, we're going, oh, but, yeah. but sire, <laughs> he would have said. Have Buckingham been... should have challenged him to a duel to yeah. serve his honour. You've been pardoned for, for attempted murder and treason, but for naughty words, we yeah. find you guilty. Yeah. So in July 1680, Blood came out of prison, but he didn't live long. Um, within a couple of months, he passed away. He uh, he fell into a coma and he died. Just natural know. causes? Uh, natural causes, yeah. I don't no. know the specifics, but they would have been woolly at the time. Yeah, he sure, would have yeah. Died of, he would have right. died of being faint or something along those <laughs> right, lines. Yeah, you know, okay. the way they worded it. Of ill humour. <laughs> of ill humour, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. So we don't know the official reason, but what um, what could he have... Let, let's just <laughs> pin something on him. Um, what could he have died of? Possible causes of death might have included dropsy, mm. timpani. <laughs> That's a yep. big drum. Timpani? It? it is a drum. <laughs> uh, consumption and cough. Consumption and cough? Yeah. Right, uh, okay. Teeth and worms. You die of teeth? <laughs> <laughs> he teased um, himself to death. Yeah, you could be apoplectic. Impostern. I don't know, it's just made up words. Impostern. Yeah. Uh, a large number of people died suddenly. <laughs> really? <laughs> you could otherwise die of flocks. So that probably would flux. have been heart attacks, wouldn't it? Suddenly? Would it? Is just it, well, un- unknown cause. Unknown. So well, I bet heart attacks isn't in there. No. <laughs> I mean, I know it might not be listed like that. You could also have di- died of one of the Dr. Seuss diseases. Flox, oh, yeah. pox and flux. Nice. <laughs> uh, terrible pox all over his socks. <laughs> old, uh, old, and age, old age diseases are hilarious. I would not, <laughs> could not die of flux. <laughs> I would not, could not. Why are all... Old, fox in flux. <laughs> why are all old, all old diseases hilarious? <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? Until you die suddenly of well, one. I don't know. I, if I died one of those, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> Have you ever for, all, for all concerned. You never guess how he died. He died of <laughs> flux, pox, and flux. Uh, some cough. Cough. <laughs> he died of cough. He died of teeth. <laughs> and worms. <laughs> now, it was believed that uh, he might have faked his death um, to right. avoid paying the debt to. My lord uh, oh, right, so of okay. course they had to exhume his body to check and make sure he was actually dead yeah. but exhume how long skeleton. did they leave it before they exhumed him oh not long okay because it needs to be not long <laughs> it needs to be not long. it doesn't take long you wouldn't recognise yeah, exactly long. it doesn't take long for you to not look like otherwise you. he could have been actually alive but now he's dead because <laughs> you buried him now you know how much we enjoy a, a rhyme yeah, we've got. I've got two. Oh, not a, one, but about two him or the or the episode. About why would anyone write a rhyme about the episode? <laughs> oh, no, I mean the stealing of the jewels thing. Oh well, I have I have two. Oh, oh, Jesus. So the first is his epitaph. Yep. Which says, 
Here lies the man who boldly hath run through more villainies than England ever knew, and ne'er to any friend he had was true. Here let him then by all unpitied lie, let's rejoice his time was come to die. It's not exactly celebrating him, is it? No, say, so there you go. He's gone, and I've at him. But one of my favourite ones is um, was in the was in a book called The History of Insipids. God. Yep. In which the Earl of Rochester wrote of Colonel Blood, Blood that wears treason in his face, villain complete in parson's gown. How much he is at court in grace for stealing Ormond and the crown. Since loyalty does no man good, let's steal the king and outdo Blood. A little half rhyme, but I'll, yeah. I'll forgive him. <laughs> I'll do blue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, How yeah. do you steal the king? That was better, that one. King. He stole Ormond, he stole the king. He technically didn't fully steal the crown. But he didn't, yeah, he didn't yeah. really do any of it. He didn't get away with he didn't it. Get, he failed to steal Ormond. But anyway. To steal the <laughs> but good rhyme, though. Good rhyme. Culturally, then. Yeah, mm. I can't believe there's tons, but is there... Is there, right, for instance, uh, we all fire fireworks into the sky, um, <laughs> whatever it is, 400 years later. We don't all, I don't know, wear jewels. Hammers or hats. <laughs> <laughs> wear jewels on a Thursday, whatever. Um, or Do you not? Run, a, run around... Now, <laughs> yeah. on every 9th of May, we yeah. smash our hats, slap <laughs> our sticks in, exactly, our, yeah. and put so a large no, ball down our trousers. There's no um, celebration of, uh, let's face it, was a plot to st- steal something to do with the crown, yeah. which is effectively what it... Well, actually, the other one was Parliament, wasn't it? But anyway, yeah. it's the same kind of attack, but the other one was foiled and is now yeah. celebrated. But Yeah. Well, that was a t- an attack directly on the life of the king. This was yes. This was oh, yeah, not Leicester. Mm. So it's treason yes, in the sense true. that he's stolen the king's yeah, stuff. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't an attempt on his life. In which case, he might not have been in such good wit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we all know. You give you five hundred quid. We all know the kind of. Perhaps it's just a phrase of, you know, of st- stolen the crown jewels, but no one, no one had no, no one would be able to name. Even though it's a very ne- memorable name, no yeah. one would name Colonel Blood, would they? Although you'd no, think, you'd think they would, because, I mean, that's a pretty good mm. memorable name. Yeah, well, Colonel Blood is, more, I would say, more often incorrectly named Captain Blood. Okay. And that is probably because of the film starring Errol Flynn, Ooh. which came out in 1935, hmm. um, which... Let's face it, it's nothing to do with it. <laughs> oh, right. It's but, just a name. Yeah. It, we, oh, okay. it's well, probably, Cap- Captain Blood does sound more like a pirate. It does sound like a pirate. Is it about pirates? <laughs> <laughs> well, Colonel Blood um, was probably the inspiration for the character, which they then adapted into a, a movie from a, from a book. To me, Elflin is uh, Robin Hood or yeah. a pirate. <laughs> is it a pirate? I film? think... It's a swashbuckling pirate film hey. with Basil Rathbone, who was also uh, in brilliant. Well. Adventures of Robin Hood. Yeah, as Sir Guy of Gisborne. We've done. We know all about pirates because we've done loads of uh, done no pirate podcasts. <laughs> we've done all the pirates, <laughs> all the pirates. We've done no. Me and Rue are convinced pirates. we've done loads of pirate episodes, but apparently <laughs> we found out this evening that we've done none. Yes, Colonel Blood, anyway. not a pirate. <laughs> Bluebeard, not a pirate. Uh, 
<laughs> Ruth Ellis wasn't a pirate. Jack. <laughs> Strack. Jack. Strack. What? Sorry. They're just making words. Naming pirates. Jack Strap's not a pirate. Have you seen that film? Captain Black. I have. A long time have ago. Have you? Yeah. Not when it came out, but... Not has it got music in it? No, I don't think so. Mm. It has, I mean, it has a soundtrack, but not. they don't burst into song. <laughs> it's not Camelot. <laughs> now, come on, boys. Where's your spirit? I don't hear no singing. Vic Reeves did a series a while back um, called Rogue's Gallery, where mm-hmm. he covered various um, adventurers and the like. Historical and he, adventures. Yeah, and he did a, an episode on uh, on Colonel Blood. It is classic kind of Vic Reeves homemade comedy. Okay. And looks like I mean the costumes not are necessarily factual store, but it looks like it's been recorded in his garden. Right. Oh, okay. But it, I mean it's 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 humorous. Is it factual? Yeah. Right. No, it's okay. fairly factual. Right, right. Fairly factual. And he does a um, a three-quarter Irish accent in it. Okay. Mm. It's more of a Irish politician accent. Oh, right. Oh, that. Yes, yeah. okay. <laughs> than a County Clare accent. Right, yeah, okay. David Williams. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's comedian. Let's say comedian. And children's, children's author. author. Yep. Um, in his book, Gangster Granny, uh, he references the attempt to steal the crown jewels in that and there's actually there's a board game as well crown jewels it's called outrage i tried to get a copy for this episode wow really buy yeah buy it i I managed to find one but i couldn't get it here for today oh well you bought one no i I didn't i didn't buy it oh because the delivery yeah because i couldn't have got it here in time so i didn't that's tedious i wonder if it's rubbish it's basically you compete to steal yeah. the crown jewels. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. A live... Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk along. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I suppose there can be no greater honour... Oh, yeah. ...than that which was bestowed on Colonel Blood in 2014. Uh, when mm-hmm. the villains of a particular film attempt to steal the crown jewels, and there, hanging on the wall, is a portrait of Colonel Blood... In Muppet form. (laughs) I refer, of course, to the the Walt Disney film Muppets Most Wanted. Wow! Wow! Superb. I mean, the only thing about that is is that we don't know what he looks like anyway. We do. There's pictures of him. All right, I'll change that. I don't know. Excellent. So, in the background, as they whatever run past it, there's a portrait of him. Yeah, yeah. That's good. As a Muppet form. (laughs) That's excellent. Stadler? Oh, what? Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much. That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening. And we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary. <laughs>